David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you today. A little different, but not the first time that we've done a solo episode, so really looking forward to it. Got a lot of things to talk about today. Remember to follow us on Instagram, DC 30-minute half-hour show, and email the show any feedback or any questions you might have, DC 30-minute half-hour at gmail.com. Like I mentioned, no guests today. We're going to be catching up on a lot of different emails that we haven't gotten the chance to get to, some voicemails that we haven't had the chance to play, maybe even some that came in a lot longer than just the last few weeks ago. This week, there was also some big news in Iowa regarding a building collapse, and we were able to get an exclusive interview with a Davenport local there. So we're going to be playing a few clips from that interview. You can find the full interview uncut on our YouTube channel, David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. But we are going to be playing a few of those clips and talking about them today. We also have a great voicemail from Brody coming in. Of course, Brody Toopy, that cantankerous fella. And I'm very excited. We have a great David Collins phone scam that we're going to be debuting on today's episode also. Before we start the show, of course, color of the day. Color of the day today is electric blue. Electric blue. Electric blue is a vivid, light to moderate blue color. I was thinking about this color this week because I was actually at a doctor's appointment and I saw they had one of those static electric globes there and I was playing with it. Color of the day, electric blue. One more thing, of course, before we start the show. Today's sponsor of the show, Chen's Chinese Restaurant, located at 2704 Anderson Avenue in Manhattan, Kansas. Welcome to Chen's Chinese Restaurant. Start off with our selection of appetizers, which include fried wonton, dumplings, donuts, and crab cocktail claw. Our menu features all from traditional Chinese cuisine, Asian-style Chinese food, and diet dishes. We are located on the corner of Anderson Avenue and Hilton Heights Road, just east of the West Loop Shopping Center, and also just three-minute drive from Kansas State University. Shout out KSDB. Order online now for carryout and delivery. That was Chen's Chinese Restaurant. Thank you so much for sponsoring today's show. So the first thing we wanted to talk about today on today's show is actually, even though we just had him on the show already so quickly, it happened to be just the day that we put out that episode with Colin Strajak last week was the same day that a building had collapsed in Davenport, Iowa. The episode was actually just released hours before the incident at about 5.30 p.m. this Saturday, May 28th. Uh, But we got to speak with Colin Strajak on June 1st, just a few days after the incident. So we're going to play a few of those clips from the show. Remember to check out the full interview on our YouTube channel. The first thing that I wanted to talk about with Colin, of course, was just getting to the bottom of exactly what happened when the buildings collapsed and what caused the buildings to collapse. So we're here with Colin Strajak, Davenport resident and local, and we're here to talk about the building collapse that happened in Davenport, actually national news this week. Tell me a little about this, Colin. Now, the first thing we heard, I wanted to put uh, put any damper on some of these rumors that I heard. The building collapsed. Do we have any reason at this point? Because there was a rumor going around that a car had hit the building. Is that true? That is not true. Yeah, that was the original uh, story. That's what they thought because it was so 
weird how the building collapsed in the middle. It just comes down. It reminded me of a story. There was some hotels that went down in Florida a few years ago, and that was big in the news. But you don't hear too often about buildings just randomly collapsing. So the building just randomly seemed to have collapsed there. Do we have any details on kind of what's led up to this? Uh, it's a structural issue. It was from what I've been hearing from people who have lived there and are familiar with the area. Uh, I lived in the building like eight years ago, really? uh, which is a fun fact. Yeah, that's uh, fascinating. Did you notice that there were structural issues at the time of you living there only five years ago? I didn't really pay much attention to that. Not a lot of, of jumping. Yeah, I didn't like it was it's that's the back of the building. So I wouldn't really pay that much attention to the back of the building. I mean, I parked back there, but that's it. Uh, but yeah, there's been a lot of people talking about some of the damage that's kind of built up with mainly the bricks that were it. There were just, it's a really old building. It's over a hundred years old. Certainly. So it seems that it was just structural damage. A lot of 100-year-old buildings around there, though. So we're probably going to see a little more through that investigation. It was interesting to hear that Colin had actually lived in that building, too. But seeing the destruction from that building, it's enormous. It looks like a bomb blew out the side of the building. It's really wild to see. No surprise, rumors were circulating. But as we confirmed, it did not go down a la Akar. We then talked about, so... Within 24 hours of the incident, the city was already talking about demolishing the building. Members of the community came together. They were concerned for people that were still missing and concerned that there were still people under the rubble that had not been discovered. And of course, if they're going to bring down the whole building, only going to cause more issues there. So when these protests began, people all around the community came there to stand outside the building and make sure they were watching what exactly was going to happen. Colin Strajak was actually somebody who had joined those protests also. So he was able to share some of that inside information with us. So they're talking about bringing the building down, yet there are still people clearly inside, people begging to get their pets out of the building too. So what happens there? How did, how did that, why did they go ahead and not decide? Do you think that the, the people that went ahead and, so there were these protests is what I'm getting to. There are these protests outside the building. Tell us a little about, because you were there live at the protests. Mm -hmm. Who organized these, first of all? It was very uh, like organic. There was just a, it. Uh, it wasn't not like a, an organization that that organized. That's it was, great. Just people in the community joining yeah, together, say we need to be down there the, right now. That was the main, like the most positive thing about this whole thing is a lot of the community came together and continues to come together to help and to try to like get down to you know figuring out what really happened and also more importantly trying to figure out what's going on with the, there's two people that are unaccounted for and helping all the people that are now without a home. Even up at Wednesday night, there are two people unaccounted for. That can't be good news. They certainly need to figure something out about yeah. that. The protests, so they were going to bring down the building. They've decided not to at this point. And yep. since then, during the protests, they, they were able to authorize a new search and rescue team that pulled multiple animals out of the building. Yep, that's correct. Uh, I don't know if that would have happened if people wouldn't have protested, to be honest with you. No, that's exactly right. It's very hopeful when people around the community kind of get together. So what was the, you were down live. What was the feeling like? What was kind of the atmosphere down at the protests? Uh, very emotional. People were very upset. Uh, and were they angry? Were they sad? Were they worried? Angry, what were... angry and worried, uh, frustrated, uh, mixture of emotions.
And of course, I wanted to ask who organized those protests because I didn't see too many pallets of bricks outside. If you know what I'm kind of getting at there, it was great to see members of the community coming together for a good cause, especially considering how angry and worried he described those protesters being. You never know when things are going to get out of hand. Of course, over the following days, the police presence increased and the fenced off border expanded, pushing back protesters. Colin mentioned that many of the businesses around the buildings are still forced to remain closed, probably motivating the city's decision to try and get things moving as quickly as possible. Colin and I went on to talk about some of the people that are still missing. A lot of great moments in that interview. I definitely recommend anybody checking out the entire interview, of course. Just going to play one last clip for you here. Of course, we wanted to discuss this last clip here. I wanted to play was just discussing what people can do to help themselves and help each other. There's a couple Kickstarters out there, but we'll just go ahead and... I know there is uh, there's resources available for the people that are uh, that are without housing now and trying to start their lives over. There's uh, different GoFundMes and different... Um, there's actually some relief fund, like a disaster relief fund on the Davenport... Uh, Iowa website. Like, Davenport, Iowa website. So that would be something think, like DavenportIowa.gov or something. You Google that and Davenport, was, Iowa website. And there is a relief fund there. What was that website? What was that Facebook group that connected you? Do you recall? What was that Facebook group that's kind of rallying everybody to be behind uh, what we need to do? Friend sent, a friend was sent that and they sent it to me. My friend uh, Elrod. I don't know if no, Elrod. She's a comedian as well. No. Uh, she sent me the, the links. Uh, so I didn't even get it from a group. I see, definitely. Well, if you're on Facebook, keep an eye out for all of those relief statuses that are going out there and make sure you're being helpful. Thanks again, Colin, for talking with us today. It's so great that we have you as a friend of the show now. It's so funny that you're the local there that we wanted to talk to, and you've also just been on the show the yeah. week before. So it's so perfect. It's so good to see you again. You're such a pleasure. Colin, thank you again. You're welcome. Boy, and isn't that right? Colin Strajak certainly is a pleasure, and it was great that he was able to talk to us and give us some inside information. Again, check out that full interview at our YouTube channel, David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. Like, subscribe, all the things we love to see, and email us, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com, with any feedback you might have about that interview. On a lighter note here, we have a great phone scam for you today, a David Collins phone scam, a David Collins original. Very excited to debut it. I thought it'd be fun if friend and contributor to the show, Dan McCullough, pranked one of my old favorite restaurants from Manhattan, Kansas there. A classic prank. Let's take a little listen. Thank you for calling. Hello? Hello, who is this? My name's Charles. Uh, good. Uh, my name is Baxter Bill Bopper. And, and please, no jokes about the name. I've heard them all. Pill Popper, Bill Pooper, Buffalo Bill. I wanted to get some food. Can you do that for me? Well, you call We don't deliver, but you can pick it up. Well, that's all right. I would prefer to keep my liver. You want me to pick my liver up and do what now? All right, so you're real funny. What would you like to What would you like to order? V food. I need to eat. I, I may be getting older, but I can still handle a burger. I'm 83 years young. Mm, that's very nice. Anything else you'd like on your burger? Uh, that's right. I'm 83 years young. I still feel good. 
although I pee myself sometimes now. Okay, that's way too much. Do you want to order, take something out, take out your order? A burger! Okay, just a plain burger. Do you want cheese on it, bacon, mustard, pickle, onion? Yes, a burger. Not plain. Uh, do you have sour soy zippy sauce? Bro, you called... We don't have anything like that. Maybe you should go online and look up the menu. I'm looking at your menu right now. Wait, I have a copy here. I I see here. Uh, cancel the burger. Can I get some kooky kale kebabs? A kale? What? No, it says burgers here. Underneath burgers, I see fluffernutter flapjacks. I'll take that. Fluffernutter? What am I supposed to take like that? Okay, sir, I think you should just come in and place your order in person. I already tried that. Your handicapped parking spaces were taken, so now I need a delivery. Uh, I can't spend all day looking for a handicapped parking spot. Thank you hey, for calling. Hey, I believe we were disconnected. My name is Baxter Bill Bopper, and don't try to make any jokes about my name. I want to order a sandwich. Sir, I already told you I think it'd be best if you just came in in person to place your order. I'd just like one plain burger. Okay, well, if you come in, we will gladly get that prepared for you. Anything else? One more thing. Okay. This is Dan McCullough calling for David Collins, formerly of 1015 K-Rock. This is a phone scam. What? Oh, whoa! I can't believe you got me! Thanks for being a good sport. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> that really was great. And the best thing about that, Dan is such a natural. I barely have to give him any instruction. I say, here's a little idea. Here's a few extra tricks of the trade that you might be able to take in some principles of a good phone scam. Give him the number, and he just goes from there. I think that voice on the other end sounded a little familiar, too. I wonder if he's been a waiter for me in the past. But thanks so much again, Dan. What a great phone scam. So glad you were able to pull that off for us there. You're listening to David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Listen to work at home or on your device. Stream us now. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. My name is David Collins, and we have no guest on the show today. We're just going to be catching up on some emails that we haven't got the opportunity to get to, and of course, some voicemails all the same. But before we get into that, it wouldn't be a proper episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show if we weren't playing a game. Of course, you all know that sound means it's time for our first game today. Probably the only game that we'll be playing today, but it's going to be great for you guys to play at home. Should be a fun game. I'm looking forward to getting some other clips in the future and maybe playing this with a fun guest in the future. But today's game is called, What Does Joe Rogan Say Next? We're going to be listening to a clip, of course, and Joe Rogan's going to be starting a sentence or a paragraph. We're going to stop it halfway through and give a list of options. And you at home are going to have to figure out, What Did Joe Rogan Say Next? Should be a great game here. I'm really looking forward to it. I want to play this with a guest on the show, but we'll go ahead and just jump into round one. With you anymore, someone that you deeply loved and cared about, you want them to suffer. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, it's normal. So I guess it's not that weird. But the, the evil, vicious jealousy. What does Joe Rogan say next? That evil, vicious jealousy. Is it A? That's why I talk about psychedelics the way I do, man. Is it B? You know, like my dog could never feel that way towards me. Or you. Or anybody. Is it C? 
you know, you see that vicious jealousy in chimpanzees, or is it D? Well, maybe it is kind of weird. Pretty tough one there. Of course, he does say all of those. That last one would be funny if he just says, it's kind of weird. Well, maybe it's not weird. It is kind of weird. Lock in your answer. Send me an email. What might that be? With you anymore. Someone that you deeply loved and cared about. You want them to suffer. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, it's normal. So I guess it's not that weird. But the, the evil, vicious jealousy. You know, like you see that vicious jealousy in chimpanzees. Like one of the things that chimpanzees do when they attack people, one of the things they attack people over is unfairness. It was C. You know, you see that vicious jealousy in chimpanzees. Of course, Joe Rogan always bringing up monkeys when he gets a chance. That's all right. I hope you did well on that first round. We got one more round of this game. What does Joe Rogan say next? Let's go ahead and jump into round two. Evolved to the point where we can bend matter and create nuclear weapons and fly robots to Mars and take pictures and send them back to us. Like the shit that we could do is off the charts when it comes to like technology and our ability to manipulate the world around us and create giant buildings and structures and airplanes and bridges and shit. What does Joe Rogan say next? Technology, ability, building structures, airplane bridges. What does Joe Rogan say next? Is it A? I had Elon Musk on and he wants to put chips in our brain and talk to each other with our minds. Is it B? But the monkey interaction thing is still not very good. Is it C? Who's to say that we didn't have these things 100,000 years ago? Or is it D? And nuclear bombs. Well, I already said nuclear bombs, but... All right, what did Joe Rogan say next? Of course, we got another one in there that mentions monkeys, but a couple of those remind me of previous guests that he had, so it might be any of them on the board. Make sure you email me your answer, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and hear what that was. Then matter and create nuclear weapons and fly robots to Mars and take pictures and send them back to us. Like, the shit that we could do is off the charts when it comes to, like, technology and our ability to manipulate the world around us and create giant buildings and structures and airplanes and bridges and shit. But the, the monkey interaction thing is still not very good. So we still have war. It was B. Again, with the monkeys, but the monkey interaction thing is still not very good. Definitely hope you got that answer right there. That was a great game. I hope you liked that game at home. What does Joe Rogan say next? Really looking forward for the opportunity to play that with a great guest in the future. That pisses me off. You pissed me off. I'm really pissed off. Things that pissed me off this week. Next up on today's show, we have another great voicemail from friend of the show, Brody Toopy. Now, of course, if you haven't heard the show before or heard Brody's segment before, I have to warn you, he can use some strong language. Hi, David. This is Brody calling in again. Uh, just been a hell of a week. Got a lot of stuff to get off my plate. Um, so here are some things that pissed me off this week. I recently got a sleep apnea machine this week or a CPAP. And if you don't want a dry throat, you have to put water in it. But it's distilled water. Do you know how annoying that is? I have to go buy distilled water? Who designed that thing? That pisses me off. When I microwave stuff and I have to stir it? Are you kidding me? That's so annoying. Why do they work like that? That pisses me off. Rugs. Number one. 
They're in the way, okay? I don't like tripping on rugs. That pisses me off. I got one in my living room where the corner's curled up. How do I stop that? Corn dogs. Yuck. They piss me off. I had a gas leak outside my house this week, and I had to turn off, they turned off my power. So I got home. I just wanted to be in the air conditioning, but I couldn't. So I had to go sit in my truck by the Weir River. That pisses me off. Stains. I get them in my shoes. I get them on my clothes. And they piss me off. <laughs> that Brody Tupi is out of control. Thanks so much for giving us another call there, Brody. Hope you're doing well. Haven't seen that guy in a little bit. Haven't been over to that area of Iowa in a minute there. Looking forward to next time I see you, though. You know, that Brody Tupi. I've seen a lot of people follow him on stage, and they always point to that guy and say, this guy's going places. What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that sound means, of course, it's time for the main focus of today's show, David Collins, Collins, and emails. First, we're going to go ahead and listen to a voicemail that came in from Jennifer. That was Jennifer from Elko, Nevada. Thanks so much for that call, Jennifer. This message is for David Collins. Just wanted to say I won last week's HBO and Showtime game three out of three, if you believe it. Kick ass. Have a great show today. David, thank you. And thank you, Jennifer. I will try to have a great show today and a great day the rest of the day here. That's awesome that you're getting those answers right. That HBO Showtime game sure was tricky, so I'm glad that you were so successful. Anybody else, I hope you're sending me. Of course, we get a lot of those emails, and I love to see when people are doing well on those games. Thanks again, Jennifer. Our next email here comes in from RockDJ47. Some of you may remember him as answering some previous riddles on the show correctly in the past. And a couple of other people, I think, have asked this a similar question here. RockDJ47 asks, during memorizing music with Meyerhoff, whose voice was saying song one, song two, and all of that? Well, that's a good question, Rock DJ. I believe somebody else also emailed that question. It was actually Jerry's daughter. Jerry was nice enough to volunteer his daughter to just do a little reading for us for that segment, so we are able to get that in there. We like to vary the voices, so that was nice of Jerry to allow us to use her. But that's all it was, just Jerry's daughter. No shenanigans going on there. Not my daughter, if that's what you thought, Rock DJ. And this next email is another common email that we've got, gotten in different phrases and different questions. But basically, you notice a lot of edits taking place throughout the show. Of course, we like to keep things a tight show. We like to make sure we're getting out of the nonsense. We're keeping in the gold. But a few of you have asked, what are some of the great moments that have been cut out of the show? Of course, we have to make sacrifices, whether it's for errors or for creative decisions. Things do get cut. This first example that I have here of something that we had to cut from the show, no matter how long I've been doing this or how professional I might be, I still get tongue-tied sometimes. But let's go ahead and hear that clip where I just couldn't get the words out. Oh. Othello. Not a big fan That's of Go. That's a play, I thought. More of an Othello guy myself. Not the play, the board game. Very similar. I think the, you capture the pieces. And Othello, you flip the piece. Yeah. I think that's the main difference there. Round, round three. I put the rule and the round together. It made made a, a trumpet sound. <laughs> round three. Rule one. And you know, not much you can do, but just get it edited out of there. Thank goodness I'm not live in some of these instances. You never know what's going to come out. 
And of course, another reason why some things are edited, we wanna keep things tight on time, and we also don't really know how things are gonna come off to the audience. And always creative decisions have to be made. Brody Toopy, we just heard, sometimes even some of his phrases need to get cut from the show. Here's a couple of examples of things that we've never gotten the opportunity to hear from Brody. I have a screw in my door that keeps coming loose, that keeps coming loose. That pisses me off. When I'm in my house all alone and I run out of toilet paper, so I have to shuffle to my office hoping to God that I don't drip poop on the floor. That pisses me off. <laughs> and I'll tell you, when Jerry decided to cut that from the show, Brody was reaching out to us saying, what are you thinking? That is gold. But what can you do? Decisions have to be made. Great emails so far, though. Those are great questions asking about what might get edited out of the show. Appreciate you all who asked that. This next email comes in from Jeremiah Ricardoson, but it does say that it's, the first name is actually pronounced Jeremy. So I'm not sure if this is just another prank name here, but it seems like a legitimate question. So we're going to go ahead and go over it. Hey, David, big fan, but I have to issue a complaint. The name of your show is David Collins 30 minute half hour show, but your episodes are never 30 minutes. Looking at the past few, we have 33 minutes and 8 seconds, 29 minutes and 36 seconds, 34 minutes. None of these are 30 minutes. Maybe the name should be David Collins About 30 Minutes, Give or Take Half Hour Show. I try to listen to these on my lunch break from my job. And do you know how hard it is to sell credit cards to India when you have the frustration of an incomplete episode weighing on your soul? I feel like you were never this sloppy on K-Rock. I'll give you a few more chances. But there's enough mainstream media out here lying to us that I don't need to get it from you. Big fan, send me an autographed email if you can. Jeremy Ricardoson. Well, thank you for that email, Jeremy. I'm going to start with the first part of your question there. I want to start by saying hilarious joke about about 30 minute half hour show. But that's actually not what the name is named after. It's not about how long the show is. It's just incidental. Of course, we want to kind of keep it a short, tight show not trying to do the same thing as all those other shows where they want to do an hour long. I think we can keep everything tight. It is nice having the flexibility, of course, coming from radio. Everything has to be tight blocks, 30 seconds, three minutes, short, planned out periods of time. And this is nice that we kind of have a free flow where I can, I can choose to end it short or we can go a little long. It's a great opportunity, but it's not even named after the amount of time. It's actually named after my mother, her name kind of sounds like 30 minute, half hour. And I don't really want to give her name away, of course, in public. We don't need that coming out. She has a different last name than me, incidentally. And we can talk about that story in a future episode, I think. Trinity, and then her last name rhymes with the rest of it. So I don't really want to get into it exactly. But of course, that's actually where the name comes from. Great question, though. I apologize if that's weighing on you, certainly. But hopefully you can just finish those shows after work maybe on your way home, and I'd love to get you that autographed email. We'll have to talk about that. I'll get that. I'll get Jeremy on it right away, and we'll figure out a way to get that over to you. And we have one more voicemail that I wanted to play, a familiar voice, not who you might think it is, of course. We were hopefully not hearing from him. While I'm bringing it up, no updates on the gas cap criminal today. We did have a call in a couple episodes ago from Stuart from Louisville, and he had mentioned that he had sent in plenty of voicemails in the past, I thought it might be a fun day to listen to one of those voicemails that he had sent in before. 
What's up, David? What's up, David? Uh, Stuart from Louisville here. I, I, hey, I listened to an episode today where you started the show with a joke. And, you know, I, I could write some jokes for you, too. Like, like how, how, how do you like this one? All right, so, guys, I've been trying to get into shape lately, but I'm banned from the gym. They, they accuse me of taking the free weights, you know? Like, I'm, I'm always super sweaty at the gym. You know, like, they're becoming a new bar now, okay? They got a one stink minimum. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of my jokes has already made it to, like, world news already. All right, man. Uh, David, have a good one. Call me back. <laughs> Thanks so much for those call-ins, Stuart. I'm not sure why I didn't play those on a previous episode. I think it must have just been for the sake of time. Those are great jokes. We might have to reach out to you and get you writing some for the show. Love that type of humor. And of course, that sound means it's time for my favorite segment, World News with David Collins. A lot going on in Iowa this week, actually. Of course, that's where we're located. In Iowa, there's a lot of stories coming out, and not just the collapse from Davenport. Incidentally, something beyond that. This first story that I wanted to talk about was also loosely Iowa-related. Newsmax, the news organization Newsmax, while talking about the drone bombing in Moscow perpetrated by Ukraine, they were showing pictures of the Davenport building collapse as if drones had destroyed that building. The reporter for Newsmax reading her segment says, The mayor of Moscow says there have been no serious injuries reported and the strikes caused light damage to residential buildings. As she's saying this, pictures of the Davenport building were going over the screen. Isn't that crazy? How do you make those types of mistakes? There's so many people you wonder if it was malicious or if it was just a stupid mistake. Either way. A little follow-up on a story that we've talked a lot about, of course. Churchill Downs suspends racing as safety measures are examined. So after apparently now the 12th horse has died, the races have finally been suspended. After that 12th horse, I can just see that meeting now. Do we continue the racing? Yay or nay? <laughs> this was interesting. This just happened in the last couple of days in the news. Joe Biden falls on stage at a U.S. Air Force Academy commencement speech. I believe we actually have some audio from that event here. <laughs> Just a little joke there, of course. Thank goodness he was okay. Rumor has it he actually tripped on his teeth. We finally got an update on this story. Not sure how many people are kind of keeping up on this. Have you heard about this? Jamie Foxx has been hospitalized since April. He was actually taken off a set of a movie that he was working on and has been hospitalized since then in an unspecified, unknown medical complication. He divulged to a friend of his, Nick Cannon, apparently, who had talked to the press and said that Jamie Foxx will be speaking about his conditions on his own time, so not sure exactly what that means, but he does plan to be around, apparently. This was actually in the news a couple of weeks ago, because Mike Tyson, on Mike Tyson's podcast, also, if anybody knows Mike Tyson, have him email the show, dc 30 minute half hour at gmail.com. That would certainly be an interesting guest to have on the show. But Mike Tyson had been talking about Jamie Foxx a few weeks ago on his podcast and speculated that he might have had a stroke. But he said it so affirmatively, news headlines had thought that he actually had some inside information and ran with it, saying that it was a stroke. Of course, 
being a podcaster, you never know what you're going to say that might land you in the headlines. I could even say something and you might see my name tomorrow. So you really got to be careful about spreading rumors like that. Lastly, again, back in Iowa, finally in Iowa again. This happened in Dubuque, Iowa at Hempstead High School. Apparently somebody who had worked there, somebody who works at the high school, had used the N-word directly at an African-American student. You might have seen this viral video too, because it definitely was going around. A viral video out of Dubuque, Iowa, Hempstead High School shows the incident. The staffer turns to a black student walking down the hall and states, what are you looking at? Now, thank goodness, the first thing I saw about this story, not a teacher, just somebody working at the school, very quickly suspended, of course, and they are investigating the incident. Not sure what they might find there. Not sure even what they might think they're investigating for. It certainly was all on camera, but we're going to see. And that's it for world news. And actually, that's going to end it for today's episode entirely. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that gave you a little hope that if you do email something in, it is eventually going to get read on the show there. Remember to follow us on Instagram, DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show, and email the show, DC 30 Minute Half Hour at gmail.com. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.